Oh, is this us? Am I here? Are we live? Totally local podcast? Colorful characters, entrepreneurs, and local businesses in and around the Jersey Shore area. Monmouth County, Ocean County. Aaron's always hitting that button, but that's okay. He's starting a watch party so more people can watch it. Hola, buenos tardes, amigos. Wow. We are at 10th Ave Burrito. What's tardes mean? That means like good afternoon or something. Brian Katz, owner. We have Carrie Balog. Did I say it right? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Brand groupies. Yep. You're going to talk to us about the, the branding of, of this place, which is lovely. Awesome. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for having us here. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks um, for inviting me. First question, when was your first Grateful Dead show? <laughs> That's, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, 1984. Nice. Yes. Are you expecting I, a layup? What, I was, <laughs> what did you expect? I was raised by wolves and I was on the road by uh, 1985. Perfect. Amazing. Perfect. So how did you go from selling uh, burritos on the lot at a Grateful Dead show to opening 10th Ave Burrito? That's exactly how it happened. You know, I, I, I migrated from here out to California. Mm-hmm via the Grateful Dead nice. and my reckless lifestyle, which still goes on today happily. And uh, that's where I just learned it and that's where I had the, the thought and this is where it all came down. Why do you think, why was Belmar like the place to go? How did you end up in Belmar? And, and was this the first place, I mean, in 10th Ave Burrito, I assume it started in Belmar here. It, yep, right on 10th Ave and since then we relocated. Why not? Because Belmar is a great town, man. It is. It's, it's fucking awesome, I love this place. You they know, get. and uh, it fit right in for my, you know, like my vision, you know. Mm-hmm. So you you're from you're from the area. Uh, I'm from I'm from the Heightstown area originally. I've been living in Belmore now for a little bit more than 20, 20 something years. Wow, wow. I mean, Belmore is like the rowdy younger brother of all the towns in and around this whole area. <laughs> it gets kind of wild. It does, but it's calmed down a lot over the years, you know, it's, uh, it has its moments, but, you know, I'll, over, uh, over three quarters of the year, man, we live in paradise right here, man, it's perfect, you know, it gets a little hectic on the weekends, but what beach town doesn't around here, you know, so I'll, I'll take it, man, I love it. And it's nice being, you know, offset off of the water, because... You, what you're going to find is the best places in a beach town or where to go eat at a beach town, it's never really going to be on the water. It's always going to be like blocks in because... You well, wanna... we have we have a great restaurant right in town, right right up on Ocean Ave, on the ocean, Dolce Vita. I'm completely wrong. Dolce Vita is the... <laughs> Do your fucking homework. <laughs> Do your homework, man. Right on the water? Oh, it's right, right on Ocean Ave, on 4th and Ocean, Dolce, Dolce Vita. Vita. Live, totally local podcast next week, Dolce yeah. Vita, if they let us in. Nick, are you out there? Pay attention, Andrew. Come on, get with it. Uh, Carrie, have you ever been to Dolce Vita? I haven't, but I've heard great things about it. Well, so. I, haven't even, I haven't heard anything about it. I know, I should venture down. Uh, what, uh, what's, what's, the signature, uh, what's the signature burrito to get? What's the signature dish here to get, burrito? I, the thing, if you you know you're coming in for the first time, I would definitely recommend the uh, pork mole burrito. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, it's you know shredded pork that we cook down for hours, and we make the mole sauce right here. Mm-hmm. Nice. I go Yum. I go pork mole. I go mole wings, uh, not the adobo wings, and the mole nachos are my jam. That's, that's I think that's what, what I'm ordering as soon as we're done with this. I'm getting some nachos and wings. Well, that, that'll, that'll be love. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. In the meantime, 
uh, as advertised, we're doing a tequila tasting, which I didn't know was a thing, but we're going to taste... It's the only reason why I'm here. <laughs> no offense. None taken. I totally get it. And we're uh, here to let Brian buy his tequila, so it works great. That's great. That's perfect. I love it's perfect I barter system. It's a perfect <laughs> barter system. Yeah, uh, so, uh, Carrie, while, while, we're, while we're getting this tequila ready yeah. here, um, what do you think of the overall, as, as a brand expert, as a marketing expert, looking out, how do you feel about the vibe in here? Does it does it match the, uh, you know, the ambiance matches the food at all kind of cozy? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Actually, this is is one of my favorite places um, to come and it's like the best in in the county so mm -hmm. I'm definitely a margarita drinker and um, burrito girl so nice. Mexicans one's one of my favorites nice so. perfect so um, so Brian as far as uh, the, the tequilas we're gonna be tasting here uh, what, what do we got what do we got lined up well it looks like the first one we got over here is the uh, Casa Migos silver uh-huh so <clears throat> Excuse me, everybody, you know, like tequila, there's silver, Driver. there's reposado, and there's anejo. Mm -hmm. And silver, when they make silver tequila, it's in its rawest form. It's not aged or anything. It comes filtered right yep. into the bottle, and, and that's your silver tequila. Love it. Uh, reposado tequila usually ages up until a day before a year. Mm. Reposado. I bet you don't know. I didn't know Torday. Reposado. Well, Reposado <laughs> means rest. So it rests up to a day before a year. Mm -hmm. And then everything after that is a Nejo, and that's a year. Yeah. So, good to know. Um, so <clears throat> what, what, then what's the, is it, is it better to let it rest or let it sit longer? It's, that's, it's all, it depends on everybody's that's why we're here you know, to taste. taste. Yeah. So this is the, what this, we, is this, silver. Silver. this is silver. This is tequila made. Filtered right into the bottle. Not Salud, rested. my friend. Not rested at all. Cheers, y'all. I'm just gonna shoot that one. Mm. I wasted. <laughs> mm, that's good. Wow, I don't. Nope. It didn't really. Uh, Tastes a little peppery. Mm. Yeah, I got you that. Know, they got different, you know, flavor, flavor profiles. I think the Casamigos is great. Mm. It's a very, very popular right now. Yeah. And it had a lot of money back behind it by. Uh, you know celebrities and stuff, but totally. I think they really stand behind their product. I think it's great. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't it's taste one of my gross. The, taste. I think for the price point, I think it's fantastic. I yeah. think it's one of the best tequilas for the price point. That and you know, the Terramana is also pretty good in that same price. It didn't make me like point. wince, flinch, or like not twitch. super smooth. Yeah. No, it's no Cuervo. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> and that's you know, a lot of people get introduced that route and it's like as and a it's, young it's yeah. amazing that they, they drink tequila later on yeah exactly, exactly. i think everyone has a uh, cuervo experience story yes. oh yeah My oh yeah police yeah <laughs> <laughs> an ambulance <laughs> so more than once so uh what, what do you is this one of your favorites is this what's your uh Casamigos is on my shelf uh -huh. um it's it's there uh it's not my it's not my go-to all the time for sipping but for mixing it with stuff. What's your go-to for sipping? The Classe Azul. Actually, the Sincoro now has been my go-to lately. Classe Azul is delicious. Yeah. Classe Azul is great, although I got robbed um, at a different restaurant <laughs> because I didn't ask them what they were charging per pour, and then I got the bill, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh and it was like I paid for a whole bottle by having like two Ooh, meat thank drinks. God. Ooh. God invented, invented Yelp. So now you're just going to want to trash your shit <laughs> out of that place. Oh, man, <laughs> fuck Yelp. That's yeah. Yelp is horrible. 
Yo, do you know what I had happen to me? I had these people clean my gutters. And peach yelp. They, they, they mailed me a letter. They yeah. quoted my review and they said, you can't say this about us. And I'm like, this is all true. What the hell are you talking about? I actually got no mailed way. a letter. Yeah, they hunted me down because You're they kidding. left them a, a one-star review for being, doing a crappy uh, gutter cleaning job. They actually wow. felt more upset about that than they did about actually doing a good uh, gutter cleaning job. Anyway, this isn't gutter uh, gutter podcast. <laughs> Let's get back into the tequila. Um, was I supposed to shoot that, or was it like I, a sipping tequila? I, did. I, I mean, just, is yeah, anything sipping? <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's sipping whiskeys out there, isn't there? No such thing. I don't know Tell us about this one. Straight. All right, so this this That's is this no. is awesome, man. This is uh, this is a product. This is Herador, okay. and the product uh, Herador. And they have a what they call a barrel program, mm. and that. So I went to, uh, I actually went down to Mexico with my buddy Gus, my buddy Matt, my buddy Chris Brandle, who owns Brandle's restaurant. What's up, right Brandle? The, uh, I've heard good things. Yeah, great, yeah. great restaurant. And uh, we all went down, and you know what? They're all business owners too, actually. Chris Brandle owns Brandle. Gus, my buddy, owns E Street Bagel. And Matt Dates owns uh, Midnight Candle Company. Where's candles? Where's East Street Bagel? In Wall on Route 35. Good bagels. Great bagels. I don't know. Great bagels. I'm working on a bagel quest. Part of part of the show to find the best bagel in Mom. We'll, ta- we'll tag Gus on Instagram. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm not we'll gonna put that up. But uh, so the four of us, we went down to Mexico. We went to yeah. Jalisco, Mexico. Well, we went to Guadalajara, and we met up with the Herador people. Oh wow! They took us out to their plant, and their plant which is really cool. It's one of two, I believe, what they call haciendas. Mm. So where they make the tequila, a certain amount of people, I think it's more than half their employees actually live at the tequila uh, factory. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> we got to, you know, we got is to it tour. Just, is it just tequila there? Or it's you just, just can't say? It's just can't tequila. Say. It's just tequila. <laughs> uh, and, and peyote. <laughs> Oops. No, but... Uh, it's it's just tequila, and uh, we, you know we, we took a tour. We learned every every nuance of how tequila was made from the That's harvesting awesome. of so uh, cool. the agave plant. And uh, so at the end of the tour, because we're there for the barrel program, they sat us in a room and uh, blindfolded us. Kidding. <laughs> but, not, but not really. There was also a donkey in the room. We I got to uh, live sex shows. It wasn't Tijuana. But anyway, we, we got to try different flavored uh, profile of the double barrel. Uh-huh. So you were asking before about the different types. The double barrel means it goes from one barrel of resting mm-hmm. into another barrel. Mm-hmm. And it takes on different flavor profiles. From the, like the barrel itself. From the barrel itself. Wow. And... Uh, you know, we, we tried, you know, a few different ones and we all agreed on this one. And this is, so this is just our flavor profile. You can't get this anywhere else, amazing. you know? So, oh, wow. Uh, it's uh, nice and smooth. That's amazing. Ooh. And, uh, down. So, thank you. Yeah. So, Carrie, uh, you started your business, Brand Groupies, <laughs> at, a, at a dead show as well, I heard, oh, in yeah. the parking lot. Yeah. I, she <laughs> I, I, I do you like concerts. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, no, but seriously, with your business, um, you know, being in this area, you, you work with, like, like national or larger companies. Yeah. But you like being, you, you're involved. Obviously, you know Ming, you, you, you know Aaron, like, you network with people around this area. Yes. Um, is it, is it, what, 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 are you from here? Like, how did you end up, how did you end up staying in this wonderful yeah. area? Well, I grew up in, um, in Oceanport. And so, oh, um, after that, 
I, uh, you know, after school I headed to um, the city, so I was in Manhattan for years and doing fashion PR forever. Um, and then I did a children's rock and roll themed play space for kids five and under wow. in um, Williamsburg, Brooklyn called Frolic. Uh -huh. And so it was all about, you know, take, like once you have kids, you know, you have, um, your lifestyle changes, your identity changes, and we were so used to going to concerts every night, like just living it up, and then yeah, your kids. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> I love my kids. But we were like, oh my gosh, how can we feel that same, you know, emotion and feeling like ourselves again? So we created this like 5,000 square foot facility with a VW bus um, from 1970, and so the kids can go, could go in and out of it, um, a Rolling Stones tongue slide, there was like, you know, rock, uh, classic rock playing nonstop, and everything was rock and roll themed, um, the classes, the birthday parties, so Was there like was Reposado my... served to the oh, yeah. adults? Well, we had, yeah, we had theme parties, we had like, oh, nice. you know, we had a Woodstock themed uh, party, for, and the kids would all get dressed up, and we'd have like kids performers singing all the rock songs, so yeah. that was like a passion. And then so you, you moved from doing that, you sold the business and moved back yeah. to... Um, we um, um, sell, sold everything to the Children's Museum of Manhattan, nice. and then my family moved um, down to this area to be closer to my sister and parents, and then I started consulting. Mm -hmm. So I started consulting with local businesses and um, entrepreneurs, because that was my passion, to really, you know, help people get to the next level. Okay. Yeah. Well, here so we are. I love, love where we live. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's me too. It's I love best. tequila, too. That, right? Salute. So, cheers. Double barrel. Cheers. Mm. Mm. Smoky. This is yeah. That one has a different like kind of pop to it. It's like in the beginning. totally different. Totally, totally different. different. And then that aftertaste when you like kind of breathe out a little bit. Mm. It's got that smoky wood deal. I don't know all the technical terms, so neither do I. Oh, okay, good. Smoky wood. We're on the same page. I like this. Wow. That's that's great. That is great. So uh, you know, as I as we have to ask because of the world we live in today, like, what was it like? Did you did you? Uh, Hi. Oh, that's Matt Dates of Midnight Candle Company. Oh, How's it going? I just, I just spoke about you. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we all went through the shit in, in the spring. And uh, did you kind of like, being a dead fan, going on tour, you kind of know how to like just roll with the punches, I would assume. We, uh, we actually shut down in March and uh, the middle of March all the way up until May 1st. Mm -hmm. uh, we thought it was the right responsible thing to do. I'm not saying anyone that didn't was irresponsible, not right, but uh, we just felt that was the way to go for you know our staff, our customers, mm -hmm. until we knew more about you know all, all the uh, ins and outs of everything. You know, so we, we were we were closed down until May. Mm -hmm. And then uh, May, you know, things you just May we reopened. We did mostly takeout. We just kept filtering people in, and you know, going by the guidelines and stuff. And uh, you know, here we are now, almost yeah. a year later, and it's uh, it's fucking insane that it's a year later. Yeah. But you guys did awesome. You the park, you guys shut down half the parking lot. You opened up that great oh, the outside. Town of Belmore, man, was they were more than accommodating. Oh, but the town of Belmore was awesome, man. Great. They came to us and they're like, we'll shut down this part of the parking yeah. lot for you guys. And everybody here, you know, was on board, man. We got, we got some of the best. I think we have some of the best restaurants at Monmouth County, especially in the strip mall. No doubt. Jersey yeah. Shore Barbecue, Ogitos, Simply Southern. Uh, there's this the great spot place that just yeah, opened up. Places. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, we Mr. were talking Greek, about yep. that. Yeah, yeah. Where's Mr. Greek at? All the way at the end. Oh, That's, wow. All the way at the end. He's not Greek though. Don't tell him. <laughs> I won't. I won't tell him. Savridis. He's Greek. He's Greek. 
Oh man. This is yeah, this is an interesting spot. It's it's kind of like uh it's, it's weird. It's in this weird shop. It's it looked so like it was supposed to be a different shopping center and then something It's you know, evolved. Something happened. Yeah. But you know what? This is not this is not Brian's first place in this shopping center either. No, it's my uh, second place. In the same shopping center? In the same shopping oh, nice. Well, I sorted on 10th. Okay. Mm -hmm. We were there for about seven years, and then we moved over to another spot where Simply Southern is. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were there for a couple of years, and we were on. We were fortunate enough to get selected to be on uh, Diner Shives and Dives. Nice. And that, that, just, that just changed Rock everything, show. man. Professionally, you know, even like my, you know, personally, it just changed everything for us. Wow. And then, uh, you know, I partnered up with my uh, with my buddy, and we got a liquor license, and we're over here now. What? How did that? How did you get connected with Diners, Drive-ins? Is that the Guy Fieri show? Guy Fieri is the Guy Fieri. Amazing. Is he cool? He seems he's like a, he'd be he's like a good fun. dude. He's a like good a dude. Positive guy. He seems like he'd be. He was a good dude. He's he great. He's great yeah. for my kids, and he was uh -huh. great for my business. So yeah. I can't say a bad thing about. Yeah, seriously. That's so how cool. did they connect? Did they just look you, you up on Yelp or what? Right there in the corner. Oh yeah. Uh, how do we connect? Amazing. They reached out to me. They said they had gotten a lot of emails over time, and uh -huh. uh, they wanted to come in. Uh, That's some sick film that. that is so. It's been it's been over ten years. To have oh, like wow. to have people that are, are truly fans of your business to like reach out like that. Yeah. That's oh, like, dude, awesome. forget I mean, it, man. I listen. I this might so sound like you know a bunch of bullshit, but I I, I can't. I, I I really truly believe we have the best loyal customers and I know for a fact I have the best staff anywhere because I've got restaurant business so so uh, so transient mm. man there's people in and out man everybody that's wor that works here man yeah. has worked here for for years for years man I have I've, I've got one guy that's been with me for close to 12 years now wow. I mean most of my staff has been here for at least on average I'd say five years and that's that means a lot to me man how did that? How did that work then? For that time away, like, were they nervous? Were they? Were people jumping ship? Were I mean, like, they were getting unemployment. We were doing, you know, we, we were doing our best. I mean, it, you know, like I said, you know, super loyal, super loyal employees, super loyal uh, customers, man. So we were super fortunate, man, to to get right back into, you know, like amazing. it wasn't like we 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 skipped a beat. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's cool. That's yeah, it was amazing. cool. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Very fortunate. Yeah, there's a, there's there's businesses that that I've loved that didn't you know they didn't make it that I was supporting in the beginning and they yeah. just you know whatever happens happens, but it's 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 a really it's a real shitty circumstance basically that people are in so you know oh, that's man, great. It's horrible. Man. You know it's, it's great that you're taking care of people. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're trying. You're, you're loyal to your staff and everything. That's 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 wonderful. Um, what that's do we, the perfect uh, cue into the. Uh, <laughs> like we it's get a little it's get a little mushy need, like need, you know that's what happens it's like drink. somebody was ready to hug somebody and i'm like all right I, I let's could. cut this, like let's cut this shit out and let's uh let's get into this centurio the añejo over here i've never had this we're, we're gonna drink this one in honor of, of the boss because he got a raw deal this week some bullshit yeah you know what i agree he did yeah. he got a raw deal there, there. Somebody got mad that he did a Jeep commercial and leaked it to some some asshole that that he he blew a point zero two or something something that's not uh, even. I'm not even a fan, but the guy. Uh, yeah, I like him. I like the Nebraska album. That's that's yeah. my favorite. But like, yeah. 
you know, uh, it came out of nowhere. It happened months ago, and he's he's like he's the he's the boss. I know. He's not. It's not like he was in Connecticut or in some other state where they're like, "F you, Bruce." He was on Sandy Hook, which is very close to you know. It's I'm from Highland, so like I I, I want to know who was in charge. It was probably those yeah. park rangers. Um, epic shouts to the Scout Guide. We got in trouble. Uh, they were doing a shootout there, yeah. and uh, we got in trouble. Park rangers came because we set up a Pilates Thank machine you. on the uh, on the beach, and the park ranger was being a jerk about that. It was probably the same guy. Yeah, I'll never oh, get it out of for sitting up a plot. <laughs> it wasn't easy. So, <laughs> Carrie, you brought a driver with you. I did. I, I mean, brought a driver, but, but I, mean, it I, seems I don't like, know. You know Holly's, uh, you guys are role reversing because well, you're think, stacked in front of I you. I think we might be switching and roles. Holly's down. Holly's down. I, I don't Holly's know how to do it. over there. That's fine. My <laughs> driver's <laughs> sister is yeah. over there. All right, this one's to the boss. Yeah, to the boss. Cheers. How about to the boss getting a raw deal? To the boss getting a raw deal? Screw whoever gave him a raw deal. Yeah, yeah, there. That's more like it. Mm. Mm. Super smooth. That one sat in my mouth. Yeah. Swished it around a little bit. Wasn't wasn't Mm -hmm. bad at all. Of course, that's my third one, so. So life is good. How am I looking? (laughs) (laughs) Looking pretty good. The beard? Killing me. Um, All right. So, uh, you know, what, what do you got to say about that one? Mm. Uh, well, the Anejo, uh-huh. yeah. this this particular one is Grand Centenario Anejo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, it's my fa- it's my favorite Anejo. I'm not a big fan yeah. of Anejos to begin with because mm-hmm. you're starting to lose the actual tequila base, you know, because it's sitting and resting for sure. so long. But this one, I still I feel like you still taste the tequila. It's super smooth, mm-hmm. you know. Like you, you could drink this all night long, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I do. <laughs> but, uh, it's good stuff, you know. So I mean, you know, you're sitting around. It's oh man, I can't even imagine. Like talk about a raw deal. Like going to a show, going on tour, going to see the Grateful Dead in the '80s must have been so much. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of it's a blur, but like it's uh, it was the circus, the traveling circus. It, it's in every so, sense of the word. So how do you go from you know you're you're doing this and then you're kind of transition you're doing that and then you're transitioning to actually have a business? Is there like this leap from like I'm not a kid anymore, I, I'm I'm going to be responsible and have a business? No, or are you just super I just high have and- no, I just have I said man, I've got great staff that allows me to uh, continue on my. Uh, my fun journey, man. You know, uh, I mean, listen. The first first twelve years, man. It was it was a struggle, man. Like I worked, you know, 80, 90 hours a week, man. I, you know, I I made a lot of mistakes. I learned from my mistakes. I I, I figured things out. I I again, man. I hired the right. You know, sometimes hiring the people that are smarter than you and better than you just makes you better mm-hmm. and and that and that's what it came down to man you know i had one guy chris warnowitz man he was with me man like 12 or 13 years man wow, wow. you know i had another girl that was with me for a bunch of years probably 10 years i mean it you know you learn you know yeah. and then as as you as you evolve man things start to get easy but we're always trying to we're always trying to change and and evolve still yeah. more, man. Like today we met and we were working on new menu ideas just this morning, you know. Mm-hmm. We're always trying to fix things up, you know. Whether it's the artwork, whether it's the menu, yeah. whether, you know. 
keep it fresh. That's yeah. great. I mean, yeah, yeah, you gotta keep it moving. That's yeah. that's wonderful. Do you have any like uh, advice? Somebody wants to start. No. <laughs> no, don't do it. Go don't get a corporate no. job. Be <laughs> miserable from nine to five. Drive home and think about how you want to kill yourself. <laughs> but you'll have your four hundred one k at the end of the day and yeah. your health insurance and shit like that. I don't even like. I would say like you know if you didn't want to have like a you know own your own business and stuff, you could go on tour. But you can't even do that right now. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. There's anything. nothing, man. There's you know? nothing. You know. You know, fish ain't even like you know moving around. Nobody's doing nothing. Yeah. You know, they shut down Bader Field. Couldn't go to the show. Very sad. It's gonna be my kids, my kids' first uh, concert. Oh, but uh, I've no. taken my kids to Dead and Company for the last four oh, really? years. How do you feel you? about John Mayer? Yeah, yeah John. Uh, you know what? I think it fills a void. I, He's I, good. I, I, I'll, I don't compare because there's no way you can yeah. compare. Not saying it's better or worse. Yeah. It just is what it is. Yeah. And you know what? For seven to eight hours or two days or whatever, if, wherever I'm at for a show. I'm having fun. I don't really care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's good. He's a yeah, good. He's, he's an amazing musician. He you know, so he's an amazing. He can't help it if he he writes. He wrote some soft pop songs. Yeah. He's a good looking dude. Yeah, man. Like, oh, I feel bad for John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, man. I just can't get. I can't stand it when I people wish I was him. Yeah. You met your well, husband through John and, uh, Mayer? Did you got, he introduced you? Well, that? he was his production manager. Shut up. Get out of Tenth Ave Burrito. Are you kidding? Yes. Yeah. You met him at the Aruba Music Festival. What does he smell like? He looks like he smells fantastic. Like mangoes and weed. Yeah. <laughs> no, my sister was working for HotJobs.com, and they got and she was like one of the top salespeople. So they got to bring one guest to Aruba. So I was the lucky guest. I was single and ready to mingle, and what? Like John Mayer was playing. What? So we uh, weaseled our way into the concert. Shut and, up. And uh, yeah, I met my now husband. He was his production manager, and he's like, "You girls want to come to the show?" Oh man, he used that line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you uh, did you think of John Mayer the first yeah. time? Well, uh, uh, yeah, no. I was taking guitar. Oh, I was taking guitar lessons and listening to John's song, and I actually went up. We were on the same plane ride home, and went up to him, and I was just like, "I'm playing your song." <laughs> I was such a dork. So but, wait a second. You yeah. met your husband. I love the fact that yes. you're a Grateful Dead fan because I somehow morphed it into a story yes. about yeah, this. Yes. Super strange. And That's... his company produced the Dead and Co. shows oh, wow. with John Mayer, so wow. like all come, you know. So he's like hooked comes in. Comes around, yeah. It's like such a you know. Wow, that's connection. so wild. So it wasn't for John, you know. So wait a second. Oh. So it wasn't my sister. Sorry. <laughs> Epic shouts to your sister. It wasn't for my sister. So hold on a second. He Holly. he used his. He used his like, hey, I'm Mr. Hotshot, Big Shot, to get you in there, and then he like got your number. Yeah, it was kind of like he, I, I, he, they don't really have time off, but there was a siesta, I guess, in Aruba, and they were on the beach, and I was sitting with Holly, and we just kept looking at each other, and then we were both smoking at the time, and you know, I was gonna go Talking up about and hug time. <laughs> <laughs> go ask for a light, and he's just like, you know, um, you know, he said, you know, I'll leave, leave the information on your. Wow. Room, uh, John Mayer's so. jogging down the beach yeah. one way. He's jogging down, and then her soon-to-be husband like pushes John Mayer out of the way. That's exactly how it was. Yeah. Exactly. I can see it now. So yeah, and then she helps the visual. Yes. yes. So your your husband, free, baby. your husband was living in New York at the time. Uh, no, he's or? Canadian, but he was living oh, in. Boo. <laughs> now the story sucks. Strike two. No, but he was living in St. Louis. Maple syrup okay, so smuggler. wait a second. So how did you? You, you convinced him to, you're like, look, I'm from Monmouth New, County. I was it's living in New York. At it's the sort time. of like Canada. 
But uh, how did you convince him to move down here? Well, you know, after that, he wrote his number on She threw a hockey puck at He bent down and picked it up. She kicked across the border. Oh, my God. I know, and I was, like, into, yeah, like... Italians at the time, you know, it was uh-huh. like Canadians. I don't know. They're not as sexy as Italians. You know, Sorry. but um, got the A. Accent, yeah. You know. Did you did you like smack that out of him? Does he still have that like? Uh, he's still, you know. How does he survive? He's Canadian, so polite. How does he survive in New I know, Jersey? I know. Well, I. Know. <laughs> you know, he's probably just apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, hey. No offense. No, no offense. Well, he loves his John Deere. You know, we have. Oh, he you, likes to, you know. You have that beautiful, yeah. You have that beautiful property. You guys invited a bunch of podcasters out, yes, which was yes. awesome. That was um, fun. I showed up a little late. I wish I could have jumped into the into the pool, but I yeah. I met actually uh, Bobby Moore from Simmons and Moore by oh, going yeah, to that. Yeah, totally. Um, He's awesome. You know, yeah. So like, uh, that was a good time. Uh, yeah. Th- thanks for thanks for doing that. And yeah, you know, that's so it's such a small world and so many connections. I mean, it is a small world. We went from from going on dead tour yeah, to talking I about wish John. I Exactly. Yes, so, so that's it all worked out. And then I followed him. That's why I'm you know, kind your, of a group. He's taking all the credit. I did it on purpose. <laughs> Can your husband like hook it up though? If you ever wanted to go uh, see like Dead and Company and MSG, could he make like two uh, phone calls oh, and like yeah. be in? All right, well, I'm holding <laughs> you to that. So it's fine. So it's just screaming to a moose out here. <laughs> well, if they play again, a moose you know. call. Is this yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that's that's Small awesome! Rock. Wow, that's that's incredible. Um, I, I don't know if we have we drank all the tequila or have we tasted I mean, all of them? Have we, we tested get, we all of them? We can always get more. Okay, I know, I know, but you know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta make sure that my wife isn't watching right now. That you know, <laughs> I told her I'm working and this counts. Coming, is she coming down? She was supposed to come and visit. Uh, grandma couldn't. Grandma couldn't watch the kids. So uh, you know, that's yeah. It is too. It is too bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's too, too bad. bad. I did. She's fun. She's a lot of fun. She's yeah. fun. She's obviously, you know, a, a, a mom now, so yes. uh, she's got to obviously take care. Of, I, can't, I can't take care of a child. How, how old is the kid? He uh, he just turned one in December. Oh, that's Aww. great. Yeah, he's Love like it. congratulations. He's really like you know you, you could tell when they're like turning on like it's like a Terminator moment when they start to like switch yeah, on. Yeah, they go from alien to human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so no, I get it. I get it. He understands. He's like a. I'm he's still waiting for my kids <laughs> to do that. They're 14 and 11. He's like, oh like God. fucking, let's go, man. Like walk. It's like, it's like kind of be like he's like a like a foreigner that's come here, and I'm like t- talking to him in English, and he yeah. gets it, but he can't say it back to me, and he'll get frustrated. He'll be like, he wants something. I'm like, just yeah. say it, man. Come on, <laughs> just say it. The best advice I got six years ago mm-hmm. when my wife was pregnant with L mm-hmm. was from Brian. Mm. He said, huh? buy fucking batteries. Cases of fucking batteries because every fucking toy you get requires oh, yeah. so many goddamn that is batteries. That's such good advice. Yeah. Best advice ever. Yeah. That's true. You know, I'm writing a children's true. book. <laughs> it's called Buy Batteries. Buy Batteries. Leave yeah. me the fuck alone yeah. and get out of my Buy house. Buy batteries and burritos. Batteries and burritos. Batteries and burritos. You should get a Duracell uh, yeah. you know, wall here for fucking batteries. Oh, yeah. So when did your when did your love of was it was it when you were in California or when did your love of like the you know the Mexican culture obviously is pervasive? Oh, in- that's a yeah. great question. Well, I live in California. California, and I literally had no fucking where to turn. And I'm like, where does everyone that has nowhere to turn go to? The restaurant business. So that's what I did. And uh, I learned how to cook out there. I, I went to a place called Zelda's in Capitola, California in 1980. 
I think it was either 87 or 88. Okay. And uh, this is back in the days, obviously, before the internet and shit. And there was a classified section of the newspaper, jobs. And uh, I saw need, need a line cook. I didn't even know what a line cook was. Uh -huh. I'm like, desperate for a job. <laughs> and I, I go in there, and there's this dude, man. I, I, I remember his name to this day, George Armstrong. And he was a great guy, man. And he, you know, he interviewed me. And he was like, oh, so uh, you're interested in learning how to cook? You want to cook? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally bullshit. I, I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to get, like, stoned and go on dead tour. <laughs> and this dude was like, all right, man, I'll, I'll hire you if you, if you want to learn. And I'm like, all right, cool. And he goes, uh, when can you start? And I'm like, whenever you need me to. He's like, now. And that was no it. Way. And I haven't stepped out of the kitchen since. That's that dude amazing. fucked me up. I know. I'm pissed at him. <laughs> no, I'm not really pissed at him. But that guy was. Uh, That's how it goes. You know, man. Great story. What, what, a, what a great. And that dude really, man. He took me under his wing, man. It was Capitola, right, right outside of Santa Cruz, California, next town over. And man, I look back on those days, and they were the greatest Aww. days, man. I learned how to cook. I, I was with a great staff. I learned how to drink underage and uh it was it was just awesome man it was just such a great experience man so what so what was great. the point when did you decide to you know I, I don't i don't like this beautiful weather anymore i don't like <laughs> the sun i want to come back to where it's gray that's for a different that. podcast <laughs> <laughs> if my parole officers but uh yeah that's that's for another yeah, yeah. but uh you know i moved back that's to new jersey people. like <laughs> just about everybody does man yeah, that leaves the state yeah man. we all oh come my back. god yeah we all come back. And i came back and i i went to culinary school up at johnson in Wales. Oh, you took it Amazing. seriously, seriously. No, I did not. You would think. It sounds like that's what I'd be doing, but fuck. I couldn't pass culinary school. No. I literally couldn't even graduate culinary school. I'm going to have another drink. Make an omelet. I couldn't even do it. You couldn't make I an omelet? Just, I mean, I, you know, I just didn't take it seriously. And I migrated from Providence down to uh, South Beach. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I got lucky yeah. again. I got lucky again to uh, latch on with like some really experienced dudes, man, and uh, that's where I really started to learn stuff. And that's how you started so taking cool. it seriously. That's how you kind of learn too. Like it's yeah. a lot of experience, especially with building your business. You yes. kind of learn it so as you're going. Um, it's interesting how it kind of, uh, as far as the music connection that you have, you mm -hmm. obviously have, uh, you know, a, a connection to loving music. Obviously, you have a connection to loving music, and there's yes. something there about being passionate in general that's going to lead you down a road of, you were joking before about 401ks and driving and wanting to, like, drive off the turnpike, but I think that you would admit that, like, you know, it's it's better to to suffer your own business and suffer that, you know, freedom as opposed to kind of subjugating yourself to you know it, I, I don't know man it's like i said it it goes both ways like yeah. here i am almost 18 years into this business and it wasn't until about a few years ago that i was actually able to take time off you know so sure. it was the same thing man yeah. like working for someone and being in the grind or working for yourself and being in the grind yeah. you know and like lots of sleepless nights oh man can i make payroll can i make rent can i do this i want to put everybody's needs ahead of mine yeah. you know and uh there was it it you know it, it takes time to like come out on the other end man yeah. and i feel like 
I'm, I'm lucky enough to to have done that, man. Like we're, we're all know. in that same yeah. that yeah. same yeah. boat. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh yeah, guests and uh, and producer Ming included. I, I mean, tried. I really tried to work for other people. I really yeah. tried to have a nine to five, but they just it's... kept firing me. And I don't know what I did wrong. And then you figure it out. You're like microphone tequila. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. You know, well, I was just I was just, I was just an up. arrogant, egotistical <laughs> asshole. And every chef I worked for, I'm like I could do that better. I could. And then like you know I so one of one of the chefs that I worked for, man, Bobby Trigg, uh, out in Princeton at the Ferry House. Mm. It's not there anymore. And this this place was like, in my opinion, man, revolutionary. I really think Bobby like transcended time, man, and was really ahead of the game of 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 the culinary world. And uh, I, I loved Bobby. I learned so much from this guy. And I, when I was just like a week before I was ready to open up 10th Ave Burrito, I call him up and I'm like, yo, man, like, what's my biggest fucking hurdle? And I'm thinking he's going to be like, payroll, insurance, this, that. And he's like, dude, it's staff. You got to get the right yeah. people wow. to surround you, man. Yeah. And I was like, shit, man. I didn't even think about that. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about all these, like, sure. you know. Logistics. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> like numbers man. and yeah. charts and yeah. spreadsheets. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, food, food costs. You know, like, all this stuff. And he's like, nah, man, your biggest hurdle is going to be staff. You got to get the right people in there and keep them. Yeah. So how do you know, you know, because I, I, you know, I was, I was talking to somebody the other day about qualifying people. Like, you, you, you can talk to them, and you, uh, there's a couple questions you could ask where you, they just, the light goes up. Whether it's a client you're going to work with, yes. or it's somebody you're going to hire, you, you, you could just say, oh, wow, this person's an asshole, and I don't want to work well, with them. Well, it comes down <laughs> for yeah. me. I'm about it, to fire a prospect. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to yeah. suck for me in a year. For me, it comes down to yeah. the... Uh, to the Greg Brady moment, man. Either you fucking, the jacket fits, or yes. it doesn't. I don't know <laughs> if you guys go back to the Brady Bunch, man, and look when Greg Brady, they ask him to be the solo act instead of the Brady Bunch act. And because he, the only reason why is because the jacket fit him. And that's yeah. how it is here, man. Like, either yeah. the jacket fits, or, you, you, or it doesn't, man. Yeah. Get the fuck out. You yeah. know? It takes time to really <clears throat> learn and, and know yourself and, and um, you know, your way of doing things. But I, you know, finally started realizing that after years of, like, taking anyone on, it's just like, you know, not really thinking about my, um, you know, peace of mind and, and it being the right fit. It's, and now I, I can tell in the first Zoom call. So like, what do you what do you say? Do you just like, oh, yeah. the connection's bad. I got to go. I don't want to work with you. Bye. Like, how do you well, handle going into a tunnel? Was, <laughs> someone asked me if I was on speed dial for my clients. And I'm like, uh, well, technically I am. But my the clients I chose don't bother me on the weekend. Yeah. They the know cat, I have a put family. put the filter on? I put the filter <laughs> <laughs> on. We all see that fucking funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I was like, this is going to be stupid. I watched it. I was like, oh, I'm not a cat? Come on. Was, Just so you know, I'm not a cat. <laughs> can we, can, can we have a cat filter here? For we will. We're doing <laughs> we post, please? don't worry. That's um, amazing. So, yeah. so you kind of like what will you say to them if you're just like if you don't think it's kind of like breaking up with yeah, somebody. Yeah, it know? took me a long time. I mean, I spent the first. Why do years... they throw things through your window <laughs> and key your car? I know. <laughs> it was hard to say cool. no because you're like, why are you saying no? But you just you know, it takes time to realize. <laughs> You know who's going to appreciate you and your time, and you know who's willing to you know pay you what you deserve. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know really have that team, that partner partnership. Uh -huh. You know it's just not a one-way 
one-way street. So, so we can tell. You know, you can you can see those micromanagers. Who people who are gonna like you know be a pain? Oh yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. You know. What do you? So what do you do in regards to obviously you know talk about this? You're talking about throwing chairs and whatnot, but like, what what do you do? Do you just have your manager fire people or? It all depends on the situation. But I got to be honest, man. Uh, we really don't fire people here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like it, you, they either quit because they they don't catch on. Mm-hmm. But it's it, you have to do something super fucked up yeah. to get fired, man. I. It, it sucks to fire yeah. people. Yeah, I had to fire a few people on one day a few uh, about seven years ago, and man, I, it was probably the single worst feeling of my life. Were they life. crying? One, one, one of them did. Yeah, yeah. and it sucks. Yeah, you know, it That's sucks, horrible. man. You don't want to ever fire anybody. Man, it, people like you know, they rely on the, you know for income, man, but. You got to do what's best. At a certain point, it's money out of your pocket. So you got to be like, it's the same thing with hiring clients. Yeah. It's money out of your pocket. If they're calling Well, it was literally money yeah. out of my pocket. Yeah. They were yeah. stealing. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So fuck them. Oh, yeah. But still, it still oh, sucks. It still yeah. It still totally. sucks. Totally. Like, why are you stealing? Yeah, I had to fire someone for stealing. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah man. They were, yeah. What did you say to them? Did you say like I caught you, or were well, you like? Well, they were. They went in the back. Oh, sorry, I should probably shouldn't say. It. But they were um, going in the back of our checkbook and writing checks. It was John Mayer? Oh, I was like, like, no, <laughs> it's John Mayer. He's like, oh, I'm so good looking. Yeah. I'll steal, and you'll never it was, know it. I'll just, that's look, gotta be I'll just, tough. I'll just shoot you in the eyes with my laser. But you have to find. You know, you have to go through the guy, and it was like through someone else's name, and you have oh, to do that. Oh man. The, and then you that's just gotta pull the, pull the plug. Now I feel like if you think about that, John Mayer is very. He's very very attractive. That's got to be like uh, you know a hindrance. If you're a talented musician, I think the last thing you want to do is be attractive because then people aren't going to take you as seriously. You know, because if you if you just listen, to yeah, I wish I had that problem. Oh, he's so good looking and talented. What have to say with his marketing? Like he was that we. Um, I worked with musicians back in the day, and they just thought they had to write a great song and then stand back, and then they had their label to do the promotions and everything, and then it it changed overnight mm-hmm. and John Mayer you know like it's like I don't know 60% marketing you have to now of course with social media you gotta do so much it's stuff, not even know. it's so beyond the music you know yeah. marketing yourself you gotta put yourself out there you gotta learn TikTok yeah, dances so good at that. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what's up with TikTok dances gotta do it all are you TikToking I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying totally to do it but it's TikTok. so it's so involved that like you know it's it's too much obviously you're not you're not TikToking I don't think you're Facebooking or Instagram <laughs> fuck you say <laughs> I love that TikTok. <laughs> Devil and the Frog definitely dances. Yes. Six, six, six a.m. to six thirty, man. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, I, I, we've covered so much, and I'm kind of buzzed. We got we got a fan over here. That's my buddy James. What's up, James? Hi, James. How's it going? <laughs> man, I, I'm imagining you have a lot of people that not you know frequent this place, but what are your relationship? There you go. From here. Our fans Aww. of you. I've made some of some of my best friends here, I, and I mean that. I, I sincerely mean that, man. People that were customers, employees, and now like great relationship, man. That's great, man. That's great. Yeah, I love it. Well, 